Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. I am your host, Mary Catherine Ham. I'm here with Vic Mattis, editor at the Free Beacon and co-host of the Sub Beacon podcast as well. How's it going, Vic? It's going great, Mary Catherine. Thank you for asking yesterday. I had a birthday. Yeah. Bone to pick. I, I it, was not aware of this no, birthday. And it's like... I kind of announce it, but you don't because you have Facebook. So it just pops up in people's feeds that if you go to Facebook, and I rarely go on Facebook anymore, but it was there. And then, but I didn't go into the office like, guess what today <laughs> is, you know, or 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 I didn't get upset that people didn't know it was my birthday. Right, so I was right. totally fine just under the, because I'm getting to that age, you know. and, and Understood, just, uh, understood. Just a step closer to the grave. So I, I didn't say anything. And then uh, Kate uh, put up a, a she yes, said, do you is- want me to? I said, no, you don't have to. I mean, but if you want, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't. But if you do, I think there's a good picture I have that you can use, <laughs> but not. And, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you. And, and she was like, okay, I'm just going to say this. Happy birthday to, I go, well, you know what you could say? No, 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 no. I, that's right. I'm not going to tell you what to say. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not, I I'm promise. Not, I'm not the social media no, manager. Yeah. No, no edit. Yeah, that's right. No editorial interference. And so what I do, I don't know what you do in these situations. I don't check Facebook for the whole day. And then this morning, then I go in and then. Just a flood. A flood, which is really thoughtful and lovely. So thank you to everybody for the well wishes. What I, uh, what I didn't do is the post that says, thanks everybody for the well wishes. I had a great birthday. And then you don't have to, you know what I did? I went to each and every single response and hit like or look at you. like heart or 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 laughed. See, a laugh I emoji. have trouble with this because then are people going to know that I liked one but I hearted another? And then that's like I was a thinking about the same system? thing. I, I would require for like them. You're my best friend, but you're my second best friend. Oh, I did it sort of a little bit. I at first it was like male, female, and then but some of the male ones were really sweet too. So I'm like, oh, I gotta give you guys. You a gotta heart, heart yeah, that I'll one. I'll heart that one, and then <laughs> and then some of them are funny. And I'll tell you what, and some of them that are more than just happy birthday, they're just they, they say something or make a joke. I will reply. Oh, look at you! That that's, is that's how thoughtful. I am. That is. That's a lot. I I do I do the blanket post, and sometimes I forget to do the blanket. Well, you post. have a lot of you have a lot of followers. I, I but you you also I have a lot of friends. Vic, th- so yeah, well, it's it's it, it was nice, but I you know, and I didn't mention anything on Twitter, but some people know. I'm not sure how, but they yeah. do. And then somehow, political playbook knew it was oh, my birthday. Neat. So it turns out I have the same birthday as John Cornyn. Oh, now we know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now we know. Uh, yeah. Well, I have had two pretty disastrous birthdays in a row and so i'm hoping for a better one this year it's in april so it's april 5th which means in 2020 i turned 40 so big milestone on april 5th 2020 which if you'll remember is a time when no one left their homes at all that was very early pandemic people didn't know what to do somebody dropped off a birthday card in a tupperware so that i wouldn't have to touch it i mean it was a weird time but you still have to touch the tupperware okay we didn't know what to do, folks. No, we didn't that's right. know. You got to spray down that card. So, I had a kind of an insane birthday that we had a little, you know, a little little Zoom happy that hour. That was your 40th was during that. Was that was my 40th. Had a, but, you know, my family treated me nicely. It was, it, 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 I was like, okay. <laughs> From a distance. I was like in 2021, we're going to we're going to make a comeback. <laughs> we were not because I was pregnant. And when oh. I'm pregnant, I am very sick. And so on my birthday this year, I Basic or 2021, I basically did not move from the bed until I came downstairs at five-ish, and my husband served me a birthday cake, air quotes, of the only things I could eat, which was 
It was a Pop-Tart with some goldfish and Cheez-Its surrounding Aww. it. And that was my birthday. And the, and the girls but sang me happy so birthday. Thoughtful. And then I went back upstairs to my bed. Oh. So I, this year, this year for this real. This year you're going to do it. I went to Cafe Colleen with Kate last night, which is this Aww. great little French cafe in Arlington. I had uh, French onion soup, steak frites. It was Ooh, perfect. That's a that's a real real it. classic it's a big, meal. It's it a real big piece of steak. Love it. And then the dessert we just shared, but they put a little candle, which was nice. It was a uh, rice. Uh, it was like a rice pudding, a French rice pudding dessert with a salted caramel layer nice. on it, mixed mm. together. And it's good because it's soft. Because I'm getting old, and you know, I said this will all be <laughs> eating very soon. Everything I'm going to eat is going to require no teeth. Are so, you a person, yeah. Vic? I would I would think you might yeah. have been this person in the past. Are you a person who has faked a birthday at an outing so that you can get a free dessert? Uh, somebody faked it for me once, but I did not. <laughs> I'm on, sure it's just I once. Did, I did not on my own say, hey, get somebody over and tell them it's sure. my birthday. No, a friend of mine, she did that and it was I didn't know it was happening. So that was a big surprise and a lot of laughs. You know where I think this happens a lot? Where's that? First of all, different time, different place. This is like, you know, 20, 30 years ago at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York. <laughs> I remember <laughs> going there. And this was new at the time, I guess, it's, you know, but every five or ten minutes, you know, and they're playing great music, rock music at the Hard Rock Cafe. And you're right. so you have to wait in line to get to that restaurant. And then there would be, a, you know, the intercom, like, please wish happy birthday, too. And, and then everyone would have to stop. And you wanted to get that announcement. And oh, I said, you I know, like that. every five, ten minutes, I'd say, I'm pretty sure. Are all these people here for their birthday? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think there are many fun they're fakes faking. in there. You know, you know where I like to go for a birthday? Where? Some, somewhat ironically, but also I love it. The melting pot with all the 16-year-olds and the prom dates. I just show up like, this is my fancy spot. I'm going to do some fondue, fondue. on my birthday. And I'm going to have, I'm gonna have some, uh, some, some balloons on my chair. That's where we're doing. Good. So that is so. I've never been. I've, I've passed by the melting pot. So that is a place for teens hanging out for it's, birthdays. It's, it's a fancy place. Uh-huh. For like prom dates and young birthdays, okay. yes, yeah, you know, right? Uh, that, like if you really want to take it up a notch, yeah, you go, go to, to the, the melting, melting pot. pot. And now that I'm 40, I like to go to the melting pot. <laughs> Hang out. You know what I say? Here's my advice to people: uh, if you feel if you're feeling like, oh, you know, I'm another year older. Start hanging out with older people. You'll feel much better. There you go. That's it. That's I d- why I do this podcast. With I you, <laughs> That's why I do this podcast with both of you. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm doing the fig- I'm knocking it out of the park. You can't see me, but I'm doing the knocked it out of the park. It's a figure. burn unit in here. That's it. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. Thank you, I Alex. Help myself. I was not I'm expecting. Sorry. I was not expecting that the tables to be turned on me that you know way what? just now so suddenly. It's worth it. It's you know what? I should have gotten. I should have asked for birthday the hair dye that I've been meaning to use the hair dye. Okay, Mary Catherine, what's going on with you? You know what? I'm a little tired. Mm-hmm. We're going through a thing called a sleep regression at my house, which oh. is a thing. Look, all the new parents whose kids don't sleep at all are going to be mad at me because my, my baby sleeps. All of my babies have slept. But what happens is that about three or four months in, their brains start firing like crazy because they can do new things. They can maybe turn over. Mm. They can identify their mm-hmm. hands. They get very excited about life, which I'm here for. Love it. They're laughing. Mm-hmm. They're smiling. However, this brain activity throws off their ability to sleep. So about three months in, when I really think I've got this thing figured out, they're like, nah, kid. And they they revolt. They oh, revolt. Boy. So uh, she is waking up a couple times a night, and she is not not napping great. So it's about a it's about a forty eight minute nap right now. Each time I put her <laughs> it's down, down to forty eight. And 50, I'm like, and not I'm like, 50, not 45, this is not 48. 
this is not conducive yeah. to my to my work process, mm-hmm. which, as you guys know, requires 23 minutes of procrastination before I do four minutes of work and then so on and so on. So I'm having some having a little trouble. Oh, I also due to my New Year's resolutions to get to get strong again post pregnancy. I am going to Orange Theory three times a week. Wow. So I, I ramped up. Did you say is this a New Year's thing? A resolution? Uh, I mean, it's just a, it's just a let me get my stuff yeah, together. I guess it's February, so you're still going strong. That's good. It's... Well, no, the, the three times a week just started because oh, I ramped up okay. slowly because I don't want to hurt myself because I am postpartum and old, as noted earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to hurt myself. So I started out with a, a month of like light Peloton, mm-hmm. some stretching. Let's keep it chill. Yeah. And now to the Orange Theory. And I am v sore i am sore uh, and i am tired and my baby's not sleeping at orange theory do do they cut you some slack if you or do they get on you if you start slacking off like, no there, there's a little lagging. thing there's a little thing called modifications oh and i take advantage of those uh so you can for instance walk on an incline instead of running uh-huh. on the treadmill this is a high high, high intensity impact? interval training oh, is what uh is what yeah. orange theory is um, I'm a member of the cult. It's cool. Whatever. I'm actually several cults, which actually shouldn't be allowed by cults. Peloton, Orange Theory. They're yeah. going to come. Ooh, they're going to come after me after they hear this, this podcast about my divided allegiance. Yeah, because they think you're just fully devoted to them. <laughs> so it's uh, it's high intensity uh, interval training, but you can make adjustments. So I'm doing lower weights, walking instead of running, trying not to injure my old, old self. So it sounds really intense, but what, how long does it go on for? Uh, 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, <laughs> I hope you were going to say, like, if you said 30 minutes, I'll be like, okay, I can do that. No. And then you'd 45 is the low end. And what, what, is the, what, is, what is the end result? Is it, the, is it endurance? Is it tone? Or is it act, weight loss? My Conditioning. Goal, my goal is just to be strong. Oh, okay. So My goal is weight loss, but I have a feeling it has to do with food. <laughs> well, I think, I think it might. But I think, I mean, one of the reasons I like to work out is, uh-huh. A, to be strong. But, B, I do enjoy just enjoying food and... When I work out, I'm hungrier and well, my as, food as is are, more rewarding to me. Yes, so I like that. Yes. In fact, uh, on a trip to New Orleans, a, a work trip a couple of years oh. ago, I went to Orange Theory every morning of the work trip so that I could then be hungrier to eat both breakfast yeah. and lunch and yeah. possibly dinner in New Orleans because they're so good. It is, they call it Fat City for a reason. It's fantastic. I love New I'm Orleans going food. in February, so... Nice. I'll keep you updated. Actually, I'll get some recommendations for you. Anyway. Yes. Is there news to talk about? I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> Look, let me. What's going on on your old show? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Okay. So everybody's getting canceled. So on this episode, we're going to we're gonna clue you into all the cancellations in one quick and easy <laughs> spot yeah. so that you can keep this straight because the accusations are flying. The censorship is flying. So we're going to put yeah. it all together for you here. Uh, we have a cameo from The Rock. Coming up, Dang. yes. Uh, we have COVID masking fights intensifying. Truckers in Canada, which you may have heard of. And the Washington football team has a new name. Uh, so that's what's, that's what's in store for you, yes. hammerheads, on getting hammered today. Let's start with a uncancelled little segment in which we talk about the attempted cancellations of many, many a person, it turns out, this week. Because we, yeah. we got Whoopi on The View. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, this is the most high-profile one. That's a big post, one. Post-Joe Rogan, who was they attempted yes. to cancel like two Still days standing. ago. Still standing. I cannot take credit for this observation, but I think it is a good one. Someone said that Whoopi Goldberg's suspension from The View 
is like the Omicron of cancel culture. It's mild? No, no, because it allows everyone to admit that this thing is actually happening to everyone because she's a liberal ally. She's somebody that that a lot of people like and in elite circles can say, hey, I think maybe this has gone too far. Oh, that's very deep. Yes. Uh, So I thought that was was an accurate take on this. Whoopi Goldberg was on The View this week talking about the Holocaust Mm. and said... The Holocaust, I'm paraphrasing, but I think this is a faithful read. The Holocaust, because it was essentially white-on-white violence, was, to her, not about race. It's not about race. It's not about race. What is it about? Because it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about and, and and race. It's it's that but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, how do we have to black people how, see them as white people? And they, but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. Now, of course, you'll remember that Hitler's had a lot of feelings about the master race. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is it's an I, actual term. Yes. Uh, and that Jewish people are not always mm-hmm. white, uh, nor are they mm-hmm. consider themselves white in many cases. Uh, so it's sort of sort of the Holocaust crammed into a, an intersectional sort of modern understanding of race. A lot of people got mad about this. She issued an apology, which I have somewhere on my desk. There it is. On today's show, I said the Holocaust is not about race but about man's inhumanity to man. I should have said is it, about, it is about both. As Jonathan Greenblatt from the Anti-Defamation League, he came on the show, shared the Holocaust was about the Nazis' systematic annihilation of the Jewish people, who they deemed to be an inferior race. I stand corrected. The Jewish people around the world have always had my support, and, will, and that will never waver. I'm sorry for the hurt I've caused. Written with my sincerest apologies, Whoopi Goldberg. The... Folks at ABC decided to suspend her for two weeks. So what, what do they expect to come out of the suspension? Is it just like you're grounded? Is it like a, I think it's like a timeout. Yes, a timeout because they, they don't expect her to do anything in the next two weeks. Well, and she, and she's reportedly upset about the suspension. I would note that left and right have basically said she shouldn't have been punished for this. She said a thing that mm-hmm. we think is wrong, mm-hmm. that a lot of people think is wrong. She gave what seems to be a sincere apology mm-hmm. and. What are we accomplishing? So right. I'm, I'm sort of gratified to see basically nobody was calling for her head. Right. Right. Just a, now. And you, Unlike Joe Rogan. Yeah. But, and you know, and you know, Whoopi, you met Whoopi, obviously. You did yes. the show. I've done times, the show. Uh, today is actually the, the anniversary of my having done The View uh-huh. many years many ago. Many years ago. In 2014 uh, was the first time I ever did it. And I've always had a nice time working with her, even though we have disagreed uh, on sure. the show several times, so, sometimes with with energy, but uh, but it's been a nice experience. And then we have another cancellation story. Yeah. The story of Ilya Shapiro at Georgetown Law. Now, Shapiro is a libertarian, constitutionalist mm-hmm. law lawyer, law, law professor. Yeah, formerly uh, from George Mason. Right. George Mason, George Mason uh, headed the Constitution Institute at Cato, mm-hmm. which is a libertarian think tank, hired at Georgetown Law to run their constitutional studies. And then he went, he tweeted in the wake of the Breyer Mm -hmm. announcement, um, which would then be, of course, followed by Biden's announcement that he's going to name somebody. Biden has promised he would name Mm -hmm. a black woman Mm -hmm. to the court. A very strict parameter. Yes. 
Shapiro tweeted on the night of January 26th, arguing that Biden's Supreme Court nominee, quote, will always have an asterisk attached because of the president's promise to, quote, only consider black women, and that he was naming another, an Indian American, who he thought would be obviously the best choice, the most qualified choice, objectively, he said. Sri Srinivasan. Uh, right. And be, but because of the requirement for a black woman, we would instead end up with a, quote, lesser black woman. Now, this That's the problem. This is the problem. Yeah. The, the argument was not intended to be a racist one. The wording is bad, which is what he said in his apology, which came shortly thereafter. And, and this is what Twitter does, though. Yes. Because you're trying to distill your deep thought or not so deep thought into X number of characters. How many characters is it now? Uh, well, I think it's <laughs> they up expanded, now. Right? It's up now. Okay. 280. 280, yes. right. It That's used right. to be 140. 140. Yeah, so 280. Right. And and in the process, in the heat of the moment, however, whatever the, the, the reason is, that part made it a very poorly worded yes. tweet and problematic but, for, for Ilya. Right. The problem is that everyone at Georgetown knows what his argument yeah, sure. was, right? Yeah. And but this was a great reason. But yes, and the the question he is now on leave while they investigate. He's this. even gotten started. He's on leave. Yes, uh, he had just been hired several weeks ago. He's now on leave. You will, you probably won't be surprised to learn that in the Kavanaugh dust up, uh, ah. there was a Georgetown professor who tweeted about Kavanaugh supporters in a profane way and said uh, in part that they should that they should be castrated. castrated. I think once dead, you know, mm-hmm. the corpses should be castrated. Something along those lines. That's a real if thing. If not, they're going to die in the process. She, Georgetown. And fed, and fed too. Uh, yes. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. And George, Georgetown kept her and said that's sure. a, that's an expression Professor of. Professor Fair. That's within the yeah. free speech realm. Yeah, that's cool. She, I think, to her credit, said they shouldn't get rid of Shapiro either. All so right. if, if both of those things could happen, that'd be great. The yeah. problem is a double it's standard not, where right. one side's. Mm-hmm. Uh, impolitic or badly worded mm-hmm. things mean job loss, and the other sides do not. Someone has suggested, and I, I, I would listen, a Joe Rogan extravaganza featuring Shapiro and Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg about <laughs> cancel culture. Wow! And I would be here for that. As you know, Joe Rogan, they're trying to run him off Spotify. Mm-hmm. It has not worked yeah. thus far. I do want to play us a little sound yep. of... The White House having something to say about this. This is Jen Psaki speaking at the White House about Joe Rogan. I is putting out uh, advisory warnings on episodes that have to do with COVID-19. Does the White House and the administration think this is a satisfactory step? Or do you, uh, do you think that companies like Spotify should go further than just, you know, putting a label on there to say, hey, go do your own, you know, t- check this out. You know, there's more research you can look at, you know, scientific research regarding COVID. Sure. Well, last July, I, I, you probably know, but the Surgeon General also took the unprecedented step to issue an advisor on the risk of misinformation in public health, which is a very significant step. And amid that, he talked about the role social media platforms have. So our hope is that all major tech platforms and all major news sources, for that matter, be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID-19. That certainly includes Spotify. So this disclaimer it's a positive step, but we want every platform to continue doing more to call out misinform- and mis- and disinformation while also uplifting accurate information. Is it, is it misinformation to say that cloth masks are effective? 
or or, or that uh, the, the virus might have come from the Wuhan yeah. virology lab. Uh, yeah. the, the definition of misinformation is, is changeable, as we know. Everyone tells you when something like the Joe Rogan thing happens, this isn't censorship, you big dummy. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. It's not censorship unless it's the government doing it. To which I say, yes, I understand that part of it. But the First Amendment amendment, to my mind is about the least we can do for free speech. I want to embrace it. I yeah. want to encourage it. That's right. I want to encourage it, especially with people with whom I disagree, because that's what free speech means. And things that I find problematic, if I'm not willing to stand up for them, mm-hmm. I'm not willing to stand up for things for, for other things as well. So that's right. Uh, t- is it still not censorship? Because the actual White House is telling the companies that what they should do is censor this information, lift up the information they think is appropriate, and quash yes. the information they think is not. She says, quote unquote, it's a good step, it's a positive step, but there's more that could be done. What What else, Jen? What else? Well, like, for example, if uh, the president's son had a laptop that had, <laughs> you know, questionable information on there and that information happened to come out prior to an election, you would want big tech to stop that from happening because, you know, it's 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 fake, except for it's not. Well, the you know, the the tantrum continues on the Joe Rogan front. The hippies continue to jump ship. David Crosby's out. India, oh, really? or India, Ari India Ari is out because he, because Joe Rogan has a show where they ask questions and yes. they're all avid listeners of his yeah. three hour podcast. <laughs> By the way, by the way, the Georgetown students are not taking this well either. Oh. Not not the Joe Rogan thing, oh. but the, the Shapiro oh. thing. But the, oh. the, the the tantrum is is of a piece. That of a was, piece. The, props to Nate Hockman. Yes, uh, reporting Review. for National Review on the sit-in that Georgetown students had, which included uh, demands for reparations in the form of food mm-hmm. being brought to them mm-hmm. and a place to cry. A crying room. To which I say. Cry in a stairwell with one heel on after too much fireball, like a real college student, please. <laughs> that I'm, is I'm, that's I'm, where you cry, and we all know it. Yes, I'm watching Alex and Mary Catherine both like nodding at each other. <laughs> yes, we've been there. In college, you cry anywhere. Anywhere if you see someone <laughs> oh. crying, you're just like, I get it. Okay. You know, oh. not wrong. The library, the cafeteria. Oh, well, there okay. are so many crying Everywhere. spaces. Everywhere is a crying <laughs> space at college. That's good. At any rate, oh. uh, adults can continue to act like children. Well, this is the thing. And adding to this, one, these demands, their reactions, their needs. And I understand, again, it was a poorly worded tweet, but their reactions to this, these are future lawyers. Yeah. And that's the first. The second thing is the administration at Georgetown Law. So scared of them. Totally bending over for this and allowing them to just like, oh, we'll don't worry. We'll we'll reimburse the food. And and of course, we will get you the crying room. You should, you know, let me know. How can I help because of this awful, awful thing? I mean, let look, let people vent. Feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. Feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. And a a a phrase that is too little used by administrators. Your concerns are noted. That would have been nice. Your concerns are noted. Mm-hmm. We are moving on because what, we stand for free speech, and mm-hmm. he cannot lose his job over this. The uh, among the older generation, the fear is palpable, and it reminds me of a friend of ours who uh, was visiting a uh, an editor at a news newsroom at a mainstream publication, and that editor was saying that he looks out at the newsroom and he said it's like 
holding a wolf, you know, by the ears. It's 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 a woke wolf oh, because you know they're they're gonna they can over they can just overwhelm you. They will rise up and overwhelm you because you do you know. And they let this happen. Yeah. And now they're you know well, and, it was in college and, people, and we said it was funny, it was silly, it's ridiculous. But not in the real world. They are changing the yes, real world. Yes. And people read the weakness. The activists read the weakness. This is this is one thing I always yeah. I wrote about this in my book. End of discussion. Available on Amazon.com. <laughs> but Joan Rivers was great for this reason because she would short circuit the cancellation news cycle. And this is how she would do it. She'd tell a joke. Everybody would, oh, that joke is bad. It's insensitive, blah, 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 blah. Someone would come up to her with a camera and tell her she needed to apologize or ask her on a show if she wanted to apologize. And she would say, no, no, I don't need to apologize. I'm a comedian. Uh, not interested. Yeah. Sort of a rhetorical middle finger, if not a literal one, uh, if TMZ was stalking her. And, uh, and you know what happens then? is that they don't know what the next story is because the next story is supposed to be that you apologize. And then they will get more out of you. And then they're not accepting your apology. That's right. So Joan Rivers was just like, nah. And there needs to be a lot more nah. Yeah, what are they going to cancel her? Well, may she rest in peace. But I mean, you know, at the time. At the time. It's, it's again, like I mentioned this before with the comedian Steve Harvey, you know, you know, and, and the person complaining about how dare you make fun of whatever it was. And he said, I'm sorry. He goes, oh, you're sorry? Because yes, I'm sorry. I didn't know you'd be in the audience. Was, you know, so. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If The Rock is for you, who can be against you? That's what yes. I say. Uh, the Rock, on behalf of Joe Rogan and his response, which we played on the show the other day. A reasonable response. The very reasonable response about who he has on the show and why and how he might change his format. Which, by the way, I think perhaps slid a little bit too much into apology for my uh, for my taste. Uh, and I, I fear opens the door to things. Yeah. Uh, the Rock says, great stuff here, brother. Perfectly articulated. Look forward to coming on one day and breaking out the tequila with you. Oh, my goodness. You know, the wrestlers and the MMAers, they all stick together. Yeah, that's they, true. He, they, you know, they should form. They can make Rogan an honorary member of the Nation of Domination. Rogan, Rogan by the way, I've been, I've been here for every iteration of Rogan. Oh, you're from the first one being I, on... on uh, news radio? Uh, yes, that's right. News right. radio. And then, of course, Fear Factor. And then Fear Factor. Yeah. And then, then UFC as a commentator. And now here... I like it because I like reinvention. Yes. I yeah. Maybe I'll reinvent. As Wait, what, just, what? 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 What are you going to do next? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll be an MMA fighter after my three days a week of Orange Theory. I, surely I will be prepared. I'm gonna, the oldest MMA fighter we've ever had. And you, you know, and you, you know where you'll find me. I'll be a concierge, <laughs> a hotel. I want to take the lapel pin. I'm gonna always learn something new. Go back to school, maybe. There you go. Go back to Georgetown, become oh, a lawyer, yeah. cry oh, and have yeah, yeah. food. Uh, yeah. Speaking of school. Ah, see. <laughs> in Northern Virginia, which, as I've noted, is a is a symbol for all the school mask fights happening around the United States, it's getting dumber. It's getting dumber here, Vic. It's getting scary. Um, Loudoun County, if you wrote Loudoun County for a novel, your editor would tell you to rein it in. Right, it'd be like that. That that just doesn't ring true. Bridge it's too far. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. But nope. In Loudoun County, which is one of the three or four Northern Virginia mm-hmm. school systems that kept children out of school for about a year, uh, here's what we have going on. This is an this is an assistant principal, I believe, of a Loudoun County elementary school. She has this to say about unmasked students. Um, until you arrive, your children will be held in an in-school restriction situation here at school. 
Um, it is important that I point out to you, it's stated in the letter that she'll receive, but it's important that I point out to you that they are not allowed on campus or on Loudoun County Public School property. Um, starting tomorrow, it will be considered trespassing. So it's important that I make that statement to you. Uh, but we'll look forward to hearing from you uh, via phone so you can let us know when so you'll how, be able how to long can up. how long can they be suspended for? The guidelines that we're receiving from the county is student suspensions will end as soon as they are fully following mitigation policies. Tres trespassing for elementary school children who arrive without a mask. I hope they do. I hope <laughs> they do. Uh you thought that the detention was bad, the suspension, the corralling of students into an auditorium to just keep them away because they're unvaxxed and therefore they are extremely infectious. Sadly, it's not a surprise, again, especially up in this area. If you've seen polls, polls of, uh, you know, Democrats and liberals who they're all for uh, being proactive uh, about enforcing, you know, a vaccination. You know, so right. the mandate, that goes without saying. But a lot of them, if you read these polls, you know, they also support... Things like keeping the unvaxxed isolated and at home. Don't come out unless maybe for hospital, right. you know, but I mean, just, you know, how else can we punish and penalize these people? Yes. And I, and I think just turning this on elementary school students of all people, by the way, it is important to note that one side of this debate is a bunch of kids and their families asking to go to school, please. Mm -hmm. And the other side is saying, no, we shall bar the doors, just like it was last yeah. year yeah. with the closed schools. Yeah. One side wants kids out of school, and one side wants them in school. To me, that is a pretty large difference. It's amazing. And the the reasoning, of course, is, you know, because you can lay out the fact that kids don't get this the way adults do, right? right. A healthy kid has a much lower chance of hospitalization and death than a fully vaxxed and boosted adult. Right. And the recovery rate is very, very high, as I've mentioned on many times, 99.998%. That's not the issue. The issue is you might give it to grandma and she's immunocompromised and then she, the, the, the grandchild will have killed the grandmother. We vaccinated the grandmas. Some of them can't. Now, how much, what are we talking about? What is the number of people here? So again, you're talking about the immunocompromised. Yes. And, you know, in, in that case, if, you, if you're getting uh, cancer treatment, for example, uh, you cannot be exposed to fresh flowers. Right. You know, the, no fresh, you always say, don't bring any fresh flowers in the room. So as unfortunate as it is, the solution is for the cancer patient not to go to places where he or she can be exposed to it. The solution is not, we must ban fresh flowers. Yes. Yes, no. agreed, agreed. Okay. And the 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 truth of all this come comes out with the the football game that we talked about on the last episode, uh -huh. and will come out at the Super Bowls. People in the same county, adults in the same county, who have the same even vaccinated have the same mm -hmm. or worse risk mm -hmm. profile mm -hmm. than a five year old, mm -hmm. will go to the Super Bowl and will have a grand old time unmasked, even though the law says that or the requirement, the whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a statute. Whatever the rule says are not supposed to be there without a mask on. They will do it. They will do it because they don't think it's dangerous. That's right. And Including, they're they're basically right as long as they're vaccinated. But they hold their breath. They uh, do. They, they yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's an update from the the mayor of L.A., one of our largest cities. The mayor of L.A. caught maskless at this football game. His answer to critics is, "I held my breath." 
while I was taking the picture. And that man would tell me that yeah. I'm the anti-science problem. <laughs> As he is posing with the immunocompromised Magic Johnson. I, I noticed. I noticed. But his, but his response, if I held my breath, reminded me of the late great Marion Barry, mayor of D.C., when he was out. In fact, it was in, uh, out west uh, during, for a Super Bowl. And there was the snowstorm that happened in D.C. And the press asked him, you know, aren't you worried about what's happening? You know, the whole city is shutting down. And he said, hey, I called during halftime. It's just right up there. I don't hate that. No, I know. I know. He's one of a kind. Was. Um, There's also a little clip from Prince William County where they're having a raucous mask fight right now. And I just want you to enjoy how this mom owns the superintendent of Prince William County Schools. Regarding that end, I need to point something out that has been bothering me. On November 15th of last year, I had the privilege of speaking with Dr. McDade for 10 minutes following the CRT town hall meeting. During that discussion, which was friendly and cordial, I asked what she, as superintendent, could do to get the kids out of masks. Dr. McDade told me that she would if she could, but that her hands were tied by then-Governor Northam's executive order mandating face coverings. And if it weren't for that, things would be different. Well, tonight, things are different. And I'd like to ask you, Dr. McDay, tonight, what has changed? And what do you plan on doing now that your hands are untied? I'm, in fact, I'm asking all of you to step up the way other leaders who have, who have and are ending COVID restrictions by the day. What, when will you? What will it take? You are on the losing side of history. And it's time to make that right before these children now. She's like, yeah, remember that conversation we had? Here it is. Here it is at the school board. You know, when they mentioned doctor, I thought it was a medical doctor. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot. Yeah. You know, it's a uh, super doctor. Yes, of course. They must be. They must be, especially in the Dr. <laughs> Jill. Good for her. Good for this mom. Yeah. And it, again, gives the lie to the idea that, oh, well, no, we can't. We can't. Well, the rule is different now. It seems like maybe the masking is just something you're kind of into, that you're kind of into and you won't let go of. Don't you think they have to be hoping for another variant in order to keep this thing going? Because how else are they going to keep this thing going? Because they want to keep this thing going. In places like L.A. and here, the public schools will keep going as long as they possibly can Mm -hmm. until a court order says otherwise. Now, there are some parents who are genuinely concerned, and I don't want to denigrate them. One of the reasons that a lot of parents are concerned is because they overestimate risk for their children because a lot of media has been, spent a lot of time talking about how kids aren't safe and schools yeah. aren't safe. Cases when in fact, right. many other places in the world outside of here and these large cities, kids have been safe and schools have been safe. And the more kids go unmasked in a lot of private schools around here and the Catholic schools, the more parents will see that that is yeah. what will happen, is that they will be safe and the world will not end. We're just, we're just, just, but you know what you got to do? You got to keep on trucking when it comes to activism. Oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of which. Speaking of which, our neighbors to the north. There's a lot, a lot of trucks in Canada, it turns out. It's the only way the country can function is through trucks <laughs> so, so and mounties. So there's a long brewing protest that is uh, at the steps of parliament in Ottawa, comprised of many, 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 many thousands of truckers. <laughs> yes. And... Other people who are fans of the truckers, mm-hmm. they are protesting, first and foremost, the, a mandate that they get vaccinated to drive trucks. Yeah. 
their thinking uh, in many cases is, hey, I've been out here in this pandemic for two years doing this. <laughs> and many of them that are vaccinated are on team protest because mm-hmm. they're protesting on behalf of those who right. don't want to get yes. vaccinated, who would like the choice. They're also protesting, however, a bunch of uh, the whole constellation of yeah. Canadian COVID rules, which are pretty draconian in many cases. So they all started a convoy and they drove to the Capitol and there are, you know, many sweeping drone videos of just just highways full yeah. of 18-wheeler cabs coming to the coming to the Capitol. This has been like a week or two in the making. They're now in Ottawa, many of them, with the horns honking, tying up traffic. The Prime Minister of Can- Canada, Justin Trudeau, has said, quote unquote, that they are a fringe minority with, and I love this from the leader of a country, unacceptable views. We know the way through this pandemic is by getting everyone vaccinated. And the overwhelming majority, close to 90% of Canadians have done exactly that. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. They don't appear to be a fringe minority, from a lot of the video and a lot of the support they've gotten yes. on the road. Well, because it's a lot of people, inevitably, you're going to have. Yeah. Like with, it, like with many protests. Right. You're going to have all sorts of people. So they have, they have a bunch of people there. They have a bunch of people coming out to support them. Just from a, just from a smart governance mm-hmm. point of view, it might be a mm-hmm. good idea just to address these people's concerns as if they might be just a little legitimate. <laughs> just a no. little. But it is. That's com- the hard thing to do. <laughs> I know, I know, but it, w- it would be smart. Uh, instead, as is usually the case uh, with these things, both media and Trudeau have gone to work finding several incidents That's right. of hate and or uh, sure. destruction mm-hmm. of property to That's say right. everyone here is racist mm-hmm. and terrible. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which, but look, I'm not saying that the whole movement has is pristine. Right. I don't I don't know. What I would like is media that reports on protest movements in some sort of equal semblance, mm-hmm. not based on whether they agree with the protest movement or disagree with the protest movement. And the way it works now is that they do oppo research on whomever they disagree with. And then if they agree with somebody, they stand in front of fires and active vandalism and say <laughs> It's mostly peaceful. Here. Yes, right. Fiery, but mostly peaceful protests. <sighs> uh, that's exactly right. So they, you know, they focus on the fact, for example, the, the vandalism, you know, and uh, apparently there was the, the statue of Terry Fox, who was a great Canadian hero. Yes. Was, if, if you've ever watched the Terry Fox story, I watched that many times on HBO, you know, a great man. And, uh, and so because of that, all these people, they don't like Terry Fox. Right. Or they're all anti-Semites. Or well, they're all, then- you know, because, and you have the Maverick Party. Right, which is, again, so there are fringe elements, but there are a lot of people who, as you were mentioning, are just upset about the the, the vaccine mandate and is it necessary when the vast majority of these truckers now 
are vaccinated right. and the others are not posing a threat because we're talking about, at least at the moment, a variant that is upper respiratory and mild. Well, so and, and I just, what? I hate, I hate the idea that under this very radical reshaping of our lives in free countries in the West, uh, with a lot more restrictions from government than we are used to having, with a lot of re- those restrictions not enacted by actual acts of uh, elected people, but mostly by bureaucrats mm-hmm. under an emergency state, that we should have nothing to say about that, that, we're, that no yeah. concern about that could be legitimate. Right. Um, so I appreciate people protesting them, even when I agree disagree with some of the other things they believe. Yeah. That is fine with me. Uh, and in response in Ottawa, we have this, and I think they're just pondering this at the moment, and I hope that's all they do. Ottawa police considering military intervention to end unlawful blockade. Ottawa police chief Peter Slawley warned on Wednesday that the officers did not have the resources to remove a fleet of trucks parked by the protesters in the national capital, adding the city was considering requesting help from Canadian armed forces. But he warned bringing the military carried a, quote, massive risk. I should say so. <laughs> adding that protesters are believed to have weapons. Turning, turning the military on a large group of your own citizens is, is a thing. It's also it's 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 just it's just a shame for Trump that they can't vote in the U.S. elections. These truckers, because uh, I guess uh, the president has uh, voiced his support. We're with you, Canadian yes. truckers. And he would have been a shoe in. Uh, my my friend Batya, who writes for Newsweek mm-hmm. and is a, a woman of the left, but uh, but increasingly uh, shines a light on the 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 class divide from media to the people who yes. are protesting in a situation like this. She, she notes the biggest working class uprising in a generation and a liberal government is considering sending armed forces to combat their peaceful protest. Truly a mask off moment happening right now between the left and the working class they claim to represent and stand for. Because like it or not, and I, again, this is another effort yeah. where people people try to denigrate these movements by saying it's all astroturf. Same with BLM. Like when the right says that there's no real concerns here, I argue against that. Mm-hmm. It you need to take people's concerns seriously and not characterize them by only people doing badly within their ranks. Does that mean that sometimes people do badly and you should condemn that too? Sure. But don't don't just dismiss yeah. everyone in a large movement over stuff like this. Justin Trudeau, in addition to saying they have uh, unacceptable views, he said uh, he tweeted yesterday today in the House, members of parliament unanimously condemned the anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, anti-black racism, homophobia, and tra- just they're just of piling the- on transphobia that we've seen on display in Ottawa over the past number of days. Together, let's keep working to make Canada more inclusive. Let me ask you this. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How many of the truckers do you think, and let's go ahead and include the people who support them as well. Mm -hmm. I want to cast a wide net, Mm -hmm. a wide net. How many of them do you think have worn blackface as many times as (laughs) Justin Trudeau has? Because he's on, he's documented three times. And when confronted with those, he said he wasn't sure how many times he had done. So there could be more. There's three, I believe, three that we know of, of Justin Trudeau, a thoroughly modern liberal, dressing up in blackface or brownface, I guess. It was, it was, it was very racist. You're supposed to be racist. Indian, yes? His, You're supposed to be Indian. His portrayal of blackface was diverse. Yes, no, no, um, different shades. The absurdity of letting this guy tell other mm-hmm. people 
that they are insufficiently modern on the issue of yeah. race. Yeah. The pass that he gets just because he's a man of the left is ridiculous. And truckers are right to be upset about it. Because I would argue there's probably zero, right. zero people in that crowd who have worn blackface as many as three times. Yes. Uh, it doesn't it, happen that often. He's it, a real, he's an outlier. It's, a, it's Just sh- like our former governor of Virginia. Yeah, exactly. It's a shame that they didn't have posters at the ready, blown up photos of uh, Mr. Trudeau in blackface. Because <laughs> the, the, it was from a costume the, party. You know, what, you know what would have happened? Is that Trudeau would have said using those posters of that itself him is racist. Was racist. Yeah, that, how dare you show and that? And the media would have been like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. that is that is a real problem." Yeah, showing showing blackface <laughs> engaged in by the by prime minister is itself racist. Also, it's unclear if he's the guy in the picture. Oh no, no, no! Wait a minute. No, that that's, that's sorry, North, that's North. But as you see again, with this, it's the same thing because Northam went through the same thing, and the media, you know, was you know pretty much gave him a pass after. That yes. moment, because he agreed to go on and he the listening to tour. The I- you do a listening tour, the idea, then everything is fixed. The idea that three times blackface guy can talk to anybody about race <laughs> yes. yeah. is insane. It's rich. It's insane. It's rich. Uh, he has changed his tune since uh, 2020. Uh, in March 2020, he said, while many of us, this is Trudeau mm. tweeting, while many of us are working from home, there are others who aren't able to do that. Like the truck drivers who are working day and night to make sure our shelves are stocked. So when you can, please thank a trucker for everything they're doing and help them however you can. Yeah. Help them get that vax mandate done. That's what Again, do. I so. just want to have a modicum of respect for the people who did do the work mm-hmm. while everyone was in their homes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were out there in the pandemic. They got the alpha wave of COVID. Yeah. They got over it. They continued to do their work. This is long before vaccinations. And then if they want to make different choices, I'm not that mad at them. And I would like their concerns to be listened to. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot add more than that. Oh, man. Um, That one riles me up. It riles me up, Trudeau. Riles me up. He needs to take command. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Vic. Uh, he rarely does. But somebody <laughs> might. In the Washington area, we have a football team. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. An NFL football team. Uh, formerly called the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I used to I, I used to watch their games. Yes. Yeah. Then called the Washington football team. And as of this week, called. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Yeah, just, there me. doesn't really need to be a drum roll because mm-hmm. it's already leaked like three times before the announcement was made. But drum roll, the Washington Commanders. Yes, there's nothing. The commanders. There's nothing more that comes to mind more in this town than taking command. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, some have joked that the the nickname for the team could be the Washington Commies. Is, <laughs> for the short, that's good. You know, my, that might be more appropriate for the city. I got a kick out of. Uh, I think it was Andrew Ager over at the dispatch was saying that you know the, the reason is you know to celebrate their ties to military and defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andrew said, well, you can just call it the Washington Defense Contractors. <laughs> Actually, yeah. defense contractors, brave, noble yes, people. exactly. Um, <laughs> we we what, did it as a tribute. What do, you, what, did, what do you think about this name? I think, I think they should have stuck with Washington football team. I think Washington football team is funny. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a middle finger for it having is. had to change the name That's in right. the first place. Change it to nothing. It's sort of, it is, it fits the times. It's meta. It's weird. The logo looked great. It's almost 
as Vic noted, it's almost WTF, but not quite. When you, if you just glance at it, and that's funny, and that itself is funny too, but they couldn't do that, and they had to pick something. But this is almost like we're going to pick the blandest name possible. I, I, I hope you're happy with it. It's 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 and depressing. It, it also it also during the rollout uh, was revealed like two or three times by accident because oh. uh, <laughs> people were people were were tracking the the mm. buys of. Um, of various URLs. Oh. And someone spotted commanders at one point, and then a helicopter news guy flying near FedEx Field saw them un- unloading gear the other night, uh. and he tweeted about it. Uh, so this was revealed several times over, which actually I don't think is the worst move ever, because they got about a week and a half of coverage mm-hmm. of commanders mm-hmm. instead of just yeah. the one day. Uh, so they are the commanders now. I am slightly annoyed that perhaps there was collusion with the White House because the oh, new dog is Commander. Commander. Did that? It's did pan- they work together on that? Pandering. I don't like it. And Major is still mad, and I'm still mad for Major. Justice for Major. The Washington Majors. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, the team came over in the '40s, right, from um, Boston, right, and they were the Boston Braves. And I don't see why also they... Also unacceptable. I, well, I was going to say, I guess, well, in Atlanta has that name, and you're not going to call it that. So that's also... It's a shame. So it's like, what are they... Are they going to sing Hail to the Commanders? Hail I, Victory? I know, Wright, said, Wright said the team considered the name Wolves, which was a fan favorite, but trademarks yeah. held by other teams would limit our ability to make the name our own. So Commanders was something lame enough that they could own forever. Yeah, nobody else I wanted guess. it. No, no one else wanted that one. With its new name in place, expect the franchise to press forward with a new stadium to replace the dilapidated FedEx Field, mm-hmm. which is located in Prince George's County, Maryland. I guess the people in D.C. will and surrounding areas will probably be paying for some of that stadium because that's how stadiums always yeah. work. Oh, I'm excited they should. About they should that. move to uh, Virginia. Oh gosh! And then they can call it Commander's Palace. Well, we're not playing. We're we're paying for public school that doesn't exist half the time. So maybe they could just give some they of that. They could just money. give some of that money away. There you That's go. right. There uh, you no, go. I mean, I was thinking. I, I watched recently Major League Commander's Palace. You like that? That was a little. There. New, that was a little New Orleans reference for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're into that, I saw Major League and with my son. He loved it. It's a great baseball movie in Cleveland, Alex, yep. nice. nearby. About the Cleveland Indians, and all that is gone now. Yeah, because now it's the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians, yes. And 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 the, the smiling Indian. I was I thought it was cute. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my opinion. I could, I could say that as no. That's a bad yeah, opinion. That's a bad and you're going to lose your well, job now. You know, as that's right. And it, it, even though I'm not white, that is not going to help me anymore. No, because I'm Asian. No, no, no. Because I'm Asian. No, it, yeah, it, it's definitely. worse. It's you're worse. actually worse. I'm actually worse. Yeah. I'm actually worse. But it, it just I'm you know, oppressed it's just, just sitting here. It, it's it's yes, right. You're more of a minority than I am. <laughs> Uh, it's just very sad. So. It is. Well, all right. I think that's all we got today. And I, I wish all of you no cancellations. That's <laughs> no right. Cancel- that's no more, right. because I can't keep up with them, honestly. No, no. <sighs> Keep from getting canceled, folks. <laughs> At least for this week. That wraps up another edition of Getting Hammered. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tell your friends. And you can follow me on Twitter at Victorina Mattis. I'm Mary Catherine Ham. You can find me at MK Hammer on Twitter or at MK Hammer Time on Instagram. Thanks for keeping up with us. Thanks for reviewing. Thanks for recommending us. We really appreciate it. Stay uncanceled and we will, or maybe we should get canceled. We'll probably get a bigger audience after that. We would. We just hop from, from podcast platform to podcast platform as they chase us away. So we can go to Spotify. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> we'll see you next time. This is a Nebulous Media Podcast. <laughs>